Welcome to another episode. That's dope. It's Godzool and it's Josh, and we're back after a while. Finally back, able to record. Man, okay, so I just got back from Comic Con, all right? And honestly, that was one of the toughest con experiences I had faced in a while. Yeah, man. Wait, what, what the fuck happened, man? I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing about something getting mobbed. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we were talking about this uh, for a second before we start recording, so I just go right back into it. All right, so yeah, what's been happening? Uh, so I had to go like incognito for a bit. I just needed to like really recover. Like I've never been so wiped out by a con because it was it was a hell of an experience. So what what happened was usually go to anime con, so like you know anime expo or a con or whatever, right? And it's nice. Like the fans are there for us. Like we're like one of the big dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans are also nice too. Like overall, anime fans are pretty nice people. Like, yeah. like even though like online they're like, oh yeah, you know, subs versus dubs. Most part, they are nice yeah, they people. They look weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> like yeah, they can't be weird. Like that, that back scratcher joke. Yeah, I'm so happy that died. Me it too. almost died. It's, Someone tried to bring it. it back. Sometimes it comes back, but you know, for the most part, it's dead. The yeah stuff is the glomping stuff. You know, all that the weird like affection stuff is is dead for the most part which is great i'm happy we're getting to be more mature fans overall but and like in in cons they're nice like if you tell them that they can't have something they're like okay i understand and they're like oh you can't go here it's okay yeah that sucks but okay i get it thank you guys very much for doing your thing not at comic cons man (laughs) comic cons you know and sorry if you're a comic con fan but they they're rough they're entitled they're mean they are there for like like it's like this is like the depravity of humanity sometimes you know and like just like the materialism i'm just like golly you know like i'm i'm, I'm all for everyone to get like cool stuff but y'all need to chill so right. like at our booth they actually got our booth shut down day one okay yeah so day one yeah day, so what happened was um so at Comic Con, especially San Diego Comic Con, that we have these exclusives that you can't get anywhere else, and people try to resell them all the time for you know, like on eBay. For example, we were selling a Weiss Funko Pop, uh, you know, metallic, woo, special color, you know. And also, I have my own things about Funko Pops. I think they're cute-ish, but not worth it like that. I don't get like why they're so popular. Like, whatever. It's just a collectible. I, I mean, it's like cool, right? But these are characters that you like. Yeah, I guess. But I, I get it. There's I, better, in my opinion, there's way better uh, figures. No, there are, but the other figurines are expensive, like $80. Yeah, like that. like, that's true. Just a, like a, a little simple, it looks just like all the other uh, Funko Pops, yeah. right? You have yeah. like a whole collection. You yes. have your Reinhardt, you got your thing, you got, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they there's all, a Reinhardt Funko? I don't... I think there is. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Probably get that. there's a McCready, there's a Reinhardt. Yeah, there is a Reinhardt. Ooh. And you get a bunch of them. Uh-huh. They all have the same size. Yeah. Like that. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. You just kind of line them up somewhere in your house. It is cool. Like they're I just, cheap. $12 yes. or something? Yeah, they're like, yeah, like 15, like 10 to 20, which is nice. I used to have one on my dash of War Machine. Yeah. From uh, from uh, Iron Man. Ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm about that. Cool. That's all right. I don't actually give a shit about War Machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Although, also, they did War Machine. Like, he could have been like the coolest, bro. Every black superheroes did after after Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, Black Panther got too cool. Got I was it. laughing. I was watching the movie with. Uh, I was watching the Infinity yeah. thing, and I was like, um, I was laughing so hard because Falcon. It don't give a shit about no, Falcon. No, man. ever ever since ever since uh, what's his name T'Challa became a yeah. a star. Like oh. I remember in the original. Okay, in the original the Avengers. Yeah, 
uh, Falcon was the black guy. Yeah, and he was like, the oh, black guy. Yeah, I'm gonna be that guy. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you got casted as that that black superhero. Yeah, and as you and War Machine, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I know, right? He's not cool, so <sighs> he could have been so cool. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know. So no. Nah. So I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching the new Black Panther, and every time Falcon has a line, it's like two words. Oh, don't give a damn about that character. Oh. He'd be like, "I got it." <laughs> oh. All right, shooting's over for today. Get out of here, oh. man. T'Challa's coming back. <laughs> make way, make way. <laughs> I know. I was oh, like, no. the Africans who got off the parts. Damn. And it was dope because, like, for that movie, I, I noticed, I noticed that being a black person, you notice these things. Yeah. Uh, Falcon, he was on that movie where he had the, the crispiest edge up, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was edged up to perfection. Yeah. He had the beard, like, leveled out. Uh-huh. Everything was perfect. Uh-huh. He was, like, trying to get that part. Like, I'm, I'm that guy. Uh-huh. No one cared. Oh. No one Oh, cared. that's true. No one did. Like, I don't really remember him too much in the movie. I just remember him getting like. Did he get swarmed. deleted? At I think so. Yeah, he got deleted. Yeah. It took me a second to remember that. Yeah, know? right. No I remember cares. Black Panther getting deleted. I remember Spider Man getting deleted. You're right. I don't remember. I don't. Oh. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get deleted in like a bush or something? Yeah. Like he was laid out in the grass. Yeah. And, and then he, someone was looking for him. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, where'd you go? Like that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. oh well. <laughs> don't know. Moving on. Right. Oh, poor guy. Oh yeah. uh, well. Anyway, Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, <man. laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a good point, honestly. <laughs> poor, poor Falcon. Poor black guys in the superhero movies. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody. Every. What was us? <sighs> we play <laughs> the smallest Alexa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> place doesn't speak. But um, yeah. So San Diego. You know, like there is these these uh collectibles, right? And like every booth like has one or at least you know like the big boot the big boys have these collectibles that you can only get at san diego and they usually only let you get one and we did ours and we've we've done that in the few in the past mm-hmm. but this time like it got crazy like where so many people kept coming up and it just got super unorganized people kept mobbing us some people try to steal stuff um oh, like dvds and stuff or yeah Okay. Uh-huh. So, so we're off to the side trying to taste it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. So it just wasn't good. So we had to shut down the booth. And the fire marshal also kept threatening us to shut down our booth. And the, the fire marshal also shut down other people's booths. Like, this is something I've heard about. I've heard about, like, the fire marshal threatening to shut down booths, but I've never seen it happen. So why, why was he threatening? Because you, it was becoming so unruly? Yeah, it was unruly and also because, like, they're blocking spaces. Like, like you can't block spaces, like, at cons uh, in case, like, there is, like, a problem. Like, these guys were like, oh, okay. yeah, you need to keep the the... Uh, the roads clear and you know there's so many people and you know the booths were really close to each other anyways but they're just like you, you can't have people line up here like in a way that blocks blocks traffic so that was like one of the biggest problems for us so we tried kept, we kept trying to organize it kept trying to tell people to go come back you know like we tried to get people to get tickets and some people like trying to afford tickets um like it was bad like there's a whole yeah like it was a it was stressful and then also um you know at comic-con you're competing with so many other companies um so we're not the big boys which is fine in a sense but at the same time that makes it where people don't care about what we have to say for example we talked about broly you know like the new dragon ball movie broly that's coming out right and a lot of people care but also people were like there just to wait for like a walking dead panel that was coming up next Oh. Yeah, you know, or Supernatural, you know. Right. They're, they're not comics. Yeah, they're not exactly here for us. They're not anime fans, per se. I mean, yeah, yeah they cross over a little bit, but, yeah. I mean, that'd be dope. Actually, now I think about uh, Broly Funko Pop. Yeah. How's that coming out? Uh-huh. You got that inside link? I so? do not, and maybe if I did, I wouldn't tell you, because, <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I mean, 
I'm interested. Don't get me wrong. I'm really I interested for this Broly movie. This Broly movie actually. It looks good. Man. I was skeptical. All right. Like, look, like, like, I don't know, like, how public knowledge this is. I enjoy Dragon Ball. Like, I think it's very important. I watched Super, like, the day it came out, you know? Like, every every week. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm pretty hype. But at the same time, I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, Dragon Ball is the best thing ever. It's not. Like I, think it, it, I think it's definitely important for the culture. Yes, exactly. Because it, it brings it got so many this. people in. Exactly. Because, like, people who don't watch anime, they're like, oh, a new Dragon Ball. Like, yes. Because they used to watch anime. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's good for the culture yes. in general. But, yeah, I feel you. It's, yes. It's definitely, like... It's not getting any awards for its plot line. No, you know I mean? like it's like like I remember watching the Boo Saga. Like I watched the Boo Saga not this last Christmas, but the Christmas before. Like it was me and my brother, and I would put it on and we would play Fallout New Vegas. And honestly, if I wasn't playing New Fallout New Vegas, I'd be super bored, man, because it's just plot contrived, plot contrivance, plot contrivance. I'm just like, oh my gosh, can you guys kill this thing, please? Bro, I thought Super Boo was so cool. Don't get me wrong, like Super he looks Boo's cool. Like, I did realize this. Yeah. Off topic. Sorry. Yeah. I did realize I was looking, I, I look up a bunch of random videos online yeah. when I'm driving and stuff. Yeah. While you drive? Yeah. Wow, that's bad. Okay, I don't actually watch the video. I'm listening to the audio yeah. and relax. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Super Boo mm-hmm. is the strongest of the boos. Yeah. I wasn't sure that. Super Boo's like the tall boo that's. Yeah, that looks like. Like he's mad all the time? Yeah, he looked like he just played like a game of hoops and was like, <laughs> ready to whoop your ass. Yeah. You like, you know, you fouled him again. Yeah. Like he's that one. Uh-huh. So, so he's stronger than Kid Boo? He's stronger than Kid Boo. Okay. Why? Kid Boo is the original form. Oh. Super Boo is stronger than him. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't know that either. Huh. Because uh, you, know, you realize that when they fought Kid Boo, they were just in their Super Saiyan forms. Oh. I thought, yeah, that's true. They were exhausted. That's true. They were tired because they'd been doing it for so long. <laughs> Fighting for about 100 right. episodes. Golly. Like, for me, it's like they could have ended it so long ago. Goku could have ended it at the beginning. And he's like, no, it's not my fight. So I'm just going to not do it. Yeah. I'm just like, that's dumb, but whatever. Then Gotenks could have ended it. And they're like, yeah, let's keep screwing around. Oh, no, no. Vegeta could have ended it. Wait, no. So wait, it starts with Vegeta. He could have ended it, and he was like, "No, let's th- let's let the thing come out," and then he let it come out. Oh yeah, yeah, and then he screwed up. Then Goku could have ended it, and he didn't. He's like, "This is their fight." Then Gotenks could have ended it, and they kept screwing around and didn't end it, and they got eaten. And then Gohan could have ended it, and they didn't do that. And then Gogeta, I think, was it Gogeta? Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah, I, I always forget the difference. Yeah, Vegeta is more cocky. Okay, okay yeah, it could have ended it, and they didn't. And then. I think they could have ended it like one more time, maybe. And then they finally ended it. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and it was like real clean. I, the whole super spirit bomb again, yeah, again. man. Oh, I, I was like, like can, we, yeah. can we change up It's like, how is that the thing me? that's like always like killing it, you know? Toriyama, like, I like him, man. He, yeah. drew, he wrote Dragon Ball. Yes. And I like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I love Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. Like, I love the memories of Dragon Ball Z. I'm like that would that was like like of, of tsunami really you know mm-hmm. going back home that's something I wish the kids had today you know go home everyone we're gonna watch this thing at four p.m. and we're gonna Good talk times, about man. the next day yeah at school you run home like, yo did you yeah. see that exactly Bruh. remember Dude. cartoon cartoon Fridays oh, I'm oh, hurt I'm about to cry <laughs> Titans was coming on I was like I was sitting there it was oh. Teen Titans and Naruto I remember those were the ones man. I was hyped for the most Naruto man Naruto back in the day like watching it on Toonami like was the shit the, the like I remember like using my Metro PCS phone trying to record the opening um, the fourth opening uh, flow like on my phone because I got so hype about it 
like that was an amazing magical time and i i i missed that i wish the kids had something like that that's what i knew about one piece because they didn't really come on tv until four kids yeah so i saw him in all the magazines when i would go to the store i would like look through i was like what is is this i watched it on saturday mornings and i was like even though like i knew things about were lame and stupid yeah i thought sanji's voice was mad lame yes i I thought so hell even i thought the the opening song you know which i got memorized <laughs> you know, guy. but yeah, I thought it was lame. But at the same time, it was endearing. It was enjoyable. And then I remember, like, that's when like I started watching it again, like at, in college. I was like, I already seen it. And it's like, no, there's way more. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you didn't even know. No, there's a, a whole saying, new man. world out there. That's when you become like a real big anime stand, right? Like, I think for me, what got me into what made me an anime stand, like what made me like into anime, yeah. was uh, Inuyasha. Yeah. That's actually what got me because, like, okay, really, yeah, weird, right? Yeah, because I would only watch that because the Asian girls at my school were talking about it all the time, and I was like, as a kid, I loved that shit. I don't know yeah. why. I was, I mean, I don't know. Like, I liked Yu Show. Yeah. Originally on Toonami. Okay, originally on Adult Swim. This is before y'all. Adult Swim, I was around when Adult Swim started. You Oof. know what I mean? Oof. I've been around for a while. Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an OG in the game. I, I feel like I didn't want to watch it when it started it. Like, Because I was like... Oh, it was I just, all anime when it started. True. I didn't know that. Because no, I, I remember like home movies and like Mission Hill. And, that came a little bit later. Okay. They started like getting rid of the anime. It used to be straight anime. Man. And then it got, they started turning, they got, I think they added Family Guy first. Yeah. And Futurama. It was Futurama first. Yeah. Then Family Guy came in a little bit after. Uh-huh. Um, and they started like taking like spots out to make more American uh-huh. TV so it'd be more just funny. Yeah. And the anime would be like later on. Yeah. Because like I missed out when it was anime only. Because I remember everyone talking about that. I wouldn't understand. It was like Gundam stuff. Because I mean. I guess I liked it. I watched Fully Cooley back in the day. That's my shit. I yeah. watched it like at least 12 times. Now. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, did I understand it as a kid? I don't think I did. I think I Bro, watched Tri- I watched Trigun as a kid. I think Fully Cooley was important. Yes. Because I, I remember that's when I, when self-awareness became a real thing for me. Like, <laughs> I remember analyzing that with my friend Minsa Thompson. He's a real smart kid. Uh, we sat there in sixth grade and we watched that show so many times we're like but the eyebrows signify <laughs> we were in sixth grade man I remember thinking that black chick was hot you remember that black chick oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the secretary yeah I was like she's hot yeah, she and was. also Haruka was hot yeah of course everyone yeah. was hot we were six like, yeah. or we were in sixth grade man like yeah. My teachers were hot, like all of them. <laughs> so was she fifty? Get it? <laughs> no, like it was crazy. I was working on a cosplay this uh, this weekend. Yeah, I was working on a cosplay with uh, our friend Brianna, uh-huh. and um, she's really good at cosplay. So she's helping me out, just trying to pick out pants that uh-huh. like, do the right thing for me and everything. And uh, I was on my phone. And I played this video of this NFL player. I can't remember. Who he plays for the Panthers. I think it's I think it's the running back. I can't remember. Hmm. But he was like talking about how he likes anime. Really? And he was like, he's like, yeah, man, Tell anime me first. More. I need to, I need yeah. to, yeah, send me he was that like, video. Anime first, football second. Wow. <laughs> and he was just joking around. He's just doing his thing. He t- talked about his like background and how he got into it uh-huh. and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, and Brian was like, really? Like, and this happened before. I've seen this happen with other people where they were confused. Kevin was one of the people who was confused one time back in college. He was like, who's this guy? Like, these people like anime? Because like, there's a there's a group of brothers in the NFL. It's like two brothers and they're huge and they, they cosplay as the Rakage and Killer B yeah. all the time. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, and they're just like, they love anime. Yeah. And Brianna was thrown back. She was like, she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, there's a, there's a misconception in America. People don't understand what black people like. Honestly? They, we have this weird mentality. Like, there's like this weird like thug uh, overlay over yeah. black people. Yeah. And it's not even that. Like, 
literally, I have so many black friends, like straight up. And what? what we like, I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. So what what we're into, and this is like almost a universal. Yeah. We like butts. Yes. You know what I mean? We like yes. the booty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. Yes. Pound me out. Or I agree. Okay. That's number one. <laughs> we like fruit drinks. <laughs> Honestly. Same. Although for me, like the fruit has to be like real. Like, I feel you. Like but if it's like Sunny D, I'm not about. It. How many times you go to a bar and like all the white dudes are picking up whiskeys and you know black what? guys are like, can I get that? Uh, <laughs> can I get that Bahama Mama set? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? yeah. Like my coworker actually said that she she noticed me always getting fruit drinks. I'm, and I'm, like, I'm like, huh? I just want to taste good. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to be the hardest. Like you know. No man, we just like delicious stuff. Like we yeah. like we like fruit drinks. Yeah. If I can get turned up and have it tasty, sweet. Like, we drink whiskey because we're trying to be defined. Yeah, we really, we yeah, don't yeah, yeah. We, don't, we ain't really trying to do that. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad you said that because, like, I, like, don't get me wrong. It's like, I enjoy whiskey, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, it's still rough for me. I'm not like. I mean, I think it's rough for everybody. I guess some people are not rough. Yeah. Like, I, I guess just, it's rough. Like, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I love this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but our third strike. Yeah, right. So, yeah. we got booties. Yes. And we got fruit drinks. Yes. And the only other thing we're missing is we love anime. That's the truth. And I feel like people always forget. They're like, oh, y'all, like, anime, that's crazy. When we went to the Kingdom Hearts party, mm-hmm. you had a Kingdom Hearts party recently. Yes. How many people came in there? Because we were inside of How many black dudes came yeah. in, like, looking, and they knew it was Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they came to the door. We were at, like, a main event, essentially. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and there was like a whole different section. There's the door, like two double doors, big double doors. Mm-hmm. And we had our own section for bowling alleys and mm-hmm. we had everything. And um, when I was watching the door, like it was like four different black guys came yeah. up at different times. Like, yo, what are y'all doing in here? Like, Kingdom Hearts. Like, oh yeah, I love this stuff. Like, yeah. they would come and you wouldn't expect them to like it. Like, yeah, like they had I, tattoos and chains. Yeah, you, yeah. Would, you wouldn't expect, like, but that's what it is. Yes. Like, like, there's like, there's like an image that is uh, perpetrated. Yes. Or. What's, what's the word? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like it's put on us, and also I think we put it on ourselves. Yeah, too. we do. Yeah, we yeah. we live up to the expectations. Yes. we live up to the yeah, know. like that that um like what people think of us. In yeah, a sense. yeah. And that, that's something that people just do naturally. Yes, like someone thinks something of you, you want to stay up to those expectations. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, um, and that happens a lot. Yeah. But honestly, if you start dropping, you start dropping Dragon Ball Z bombs on us. Yeah. And that's like that's the universe. Oh, Everyone's gonna know that exactly. But and I mean, it, you'll, you'll, you'll get deeper. You'll yeah. start seeing the Naruto. Like you know Kendrick, right? Yeah. People wouldn't expect Kendrick. Kendrick coming from a uh, he's South Dallas. Yeah. Kendrick's my boy. I love. Yeah. Shout out to Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick's Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. Kendrick always just out there. His his parents actually run the the rib thing at the state fair. Really? Yeah. Like the Ooh. barbecue ribs. That's his parents. Okay. They be working that booth, but that shit. Also, I can't wait for the state fair. Like that's gonna be. I always get a date to the state fair. That's a good thing about state fair. I need to get a date, like Love. a date, date. You know, like that's something I've always wanted to do. Like go on a date, but I'm always going. Bro, grab a girl. I'll grab one. We go. We double this hoe up. Let's Hell do yeah. it. Pound it. Well, pound again. <laughs> there we go. I'm saying, man. But yeah, you wouldn't expect Kendrick. I remember I went, walked into Jerome's house. Uh-huh. My friend Jerome. Yeah. Um, so Jerome is an ad, an anime advocate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, hugest wait. the the hugest. Like he, I like sometimes I go to him for like my expertise. You know? Same man. Yeah. He he. When we were like we started the, together. Like I remember we were okay. We did our own things as always, whatever. And as we kept going, he got really into. Um, we found out Netflix. He was like, "Hey Josh, Netflix, they got anime on here." And he called me over when I was like eighteen. I was like, "What?" And we sat up all night watching. I was on the floor with covers, and he was in his bed, and we were watching anime all night because we were like, we didn't know this realm existed like this. Like we were like, "There's that many anime?" Yeah. And it got crazy. Jerome has kept up with every season. He'll be like, "Oh, that was like two years ago, man. That, that season was whack. That, that, that anime season, like every." He'll talk about everything. And the thing is, you go to this house and you see Kendrick, and you see, uh, I think her name was Anaya. 
I can't remember her name. Girlfriend or something? No, nah, it was just some chick that okay. would come through every once in a while. It was uh-huh. like, there was a bunch of dudes who came through. Yeah. Uh, B would come through. It was a bunch of like basketball players. Like, bro, people you would never expect. I'd be sitting on the couch like, like playing Overwatch or something. Yeah. And these dudes, I almost took a picture one time. <laughs> like, they were watching Naruto because mm-hmm. they hadn't gotten as far as me. Uh-huh. Kendrick, Anaya, and I, yeah, B was there too because he was eating Cheetos. Uh-huh. He was eating Cheetos and they were all just on the couch like intently watching this. Jerome was behind him like getting hyped like y'all gotta see this y'all gotta see this yeah. and Anaya's standing up in the chair like she's standing up on the couch like watching this like this fight scene between Jeriah and Payne like they in it bro <laughs> they were like people don't understand like black people we like hype yeah we like hype if it's, if it's a dope fight scene we watching it Dude, son. yeah we are in there exactly and I'm like it's like I think the only reason like black people like aren't like the biggest like face of it is just cause we aren't like as a whole like aren't like in it yet I feel like it's just not becoming accepted. Now yeah. SoundCloud rappers, they yeah. always talking about yeah. anime. Like it's like a norm. Back <laughs> so, in my day, right. back in our day, you're right. You back in our day, son. Right. It was hard to be a nerd. Yeah, exactly. I was hiding my, right. I was hiding my, uh, my manga stuff yeah. in junior high. Probably, I was sticking it in my arm, like yeah. in my binder. Yeah, <laughs> like I leave the library. This, right? uh, <laughs> like for me, I wasn't like hiding it, but at the same time, I was just sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a square, and no one's gonna talk to me. And like, <laughs> that's the truth. But. um Dude, like, I'm happy that, like, it's finally starting to come out there. Yeah. And, like, definitely, I want, because, I mean, hell, if you get black people on anything, it's going to be dope. It's going to be hype. That's true. It's the truth. I mean, like, I feel that way. I feel like that's, that we're definitely, um. Because, like, I mean, I think that's, like, also the other thing, too. Like, it was, like, anime, I mean, I'm not going to put all on anime, like, black people, like, liking anime of it becoming, like, hype. Yeah, right. But course. at the same time, it is, like, one, I think it's, like, a huge reason. For example, think about, like, Caleb City or RDC World, you know, those guys, like, putting out their content and like having like such fun with it like launch beat launch beat griffy right mm-hmm. like anytime they talk about anime it's like yes Every, like it makes it cool to like have it's anime in the forefront yeah it's kind of weird like that's how the maybe maybe we're looking at it from one side of the culture yeah. for sure maybe yeah. we're just not seeing the whole side of it yeah but for what i what i see with our culture in general it's like it's either women or it's gonna be black guys kind of dictate where what's, the tides go yeah what's, what's going cool on. yeah because like you can't tell a girl like her outfit's whack. Because as being a guy, we don't dictate that. No. Like you can be like, that doesn't match, and she's like, uh, what do you do with your unmatched shirt and your, <laughs> your wrinkled pants, You're right. with your uh, express jeans? Like you know what I mean? Like right. we don't know. Right. We thought we were cool, but girls kind of dictate that pace. Yeah. And when it comes to popularity, like even in music, when you go to the radio stations, yeah, most of those songs are picked out by women. Like let's be real, because if guys picked out songs on the radio stations. Kendrick Lamar be on the radio more. We hear we hear J Cole, so we hear more like uh, yeah, yeah. a little bit more. We hear hype stuff and conscious stuff. Yeah, we wouldn't hear R and B music constantly. <laughs> but on the radio, who yeah. calls in? Hey viewer, who, what you want to listen to? Oh, I want to listen to that. Uh, Placido, yeah, whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 girls because they're the ones that sit in their car and listen to the radio. They're mm-hmm. more they're more in tuned with the social ties, whereas guys. Was that we used to like yo where the ox? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we play my stuff. Exactly. Like, I don't listen to radio. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't a lot anymore. I do sometimes. Well, usually when I start my car, yeah, have it on if I'm doing something else. But I mean, I mean, I'm gonna listen to radio. It's like the only thing I listen to on radio is NPR. I'm a nerd. So what's NPR? Uh, what is it? Like yeah. uh, public news. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So public radio. So. Um, sometimes I have BBC channel, so you know, like international news, right. local news, Texas Tribune, the um, Think, like they have different shows on. So like they'll have like where they interview people. Um, 
But yeah, nerd stuff, pretty much, right? You know, oh, I don't even know that. It's a good, like honestly, like that's what I wake up to, and that's what, like if I like just want to be like a little conscious of what's going on in the world. Also, they're pretty like it's straight in the middle. You know, like they try to be fair to everybody. I like that. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Pretty I didn't good. know about that at all, honestly. Yeah, 90.1 if you're in, in Dallas, Fort Worth. 90.1? Yeah, 90.1. Ooh. Yep. It's I'm going to go program that when we leave. Do it, man. Yeah, but, man. Dude, I mean, you're exactly right with that. You are, like, in. I, I can't wait for, like, nerd culture to be, like, more accepted overall. I think it's getting there. Yeah, it is. Because, from what I understand, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. there was, like, I wasn't the coolest kid. Let's be real. Like I was, I was, I was all right. Especially as we went through high school, I got better up. Like I was on the track team, I was on the football team. People knew me, but I wasn't like that's the coolest guy in the school. Yeah, I was never yeah. that. Yeah. So I remember for me, like when if I if I liked stuff like that, like it'd be um, it was a select group of people. Like I floated around a bunch of different groups. Yeah. But when my brother, my brother became he he got in high school when I was graduating. Mm-hmm. I was graduating. I remember introducing him to all my coaches, and he was a freshman. He was six two already. Hmm. He was massive, Dang. and he was like, um, he started talking to them. And the thing is, he became real big because everyone everyone knows. Like I was at the barbershop this weekend, and these two kids came in like, "Oh, you're Izzy's brother." Huh. Like they just knew from facial structure, I guess, and stuff like that. <laughs> and they were just like, "Yeah, that's big light skin." <laughs> <laughs> and they were just joking around so maybe it's like they, like everyone knew it uh-huh. and the thing is with, with Izzy he was cool yeah. because he was so good at football uh-huh. um, he was real good at football he did basketball his freshman year mm-hmm. um, but he because he was the cool one because he was the, he was what dictated the social tides whereas when I watched anime it was like oh look at this nerd right uh-huh. look at this lame dude like when he watched anime in his time, like four years after I left, yeah. it was like everyone was on anime. Like I remember his friends would add me on Facebook and they'd be just dropping memes of anime and yeah. stuff. And they were like, oh, look at this. And they would tag Izzy in it. Because yeah. Izzy was running that stuff. Like That's To be completely up. honest, he changed the pace because Izzy was my little brother. So, of course, he liked what I liked. Yeah. But he was just like not scared to be like, well, I'm the, I'm the alpha here. Yeah. I'm the cool one here. Uh-huh. So, what I like, everyone likes in the locker room. <laughs> and it just became that. Everyone was like, oh, did you just see Death Note? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course you saw Death Note, you loser. <laughs> Get on our you level. Child, like. <laughs> I mean, that's what's up. Oh, Y'all I see that new anime, Naruto? Mm, Bro, new. it's 2012. Right. We've all seen Naruto. <laughs> man, jump on it, man. That's what's up. Like, And that's what like I'm really hoping for. Because I, you know, I have to ask myself, like, why do I like anime more than like this other content that's out there, right? What makes anime special, you know, versus like TV shows? Even more than video games now. Like, I love video games. Video games is still my first love, and I, st- I love playing video games, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time in my life when I was like, I don't know if I want to play games anymore, you know? Or, that, like, I was like, I don't know if I should play any games anymore, you know? I felt that. I yeah. feel that now, too. Like, I. <sighs> Helen, uh, you know Helen. Yeah. She, she just bought this. Uh, this uh, She bought a Switch. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, we should play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I was like, normally, the, in- the inner me is like, that sounds lit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. But the other side means like I gotta go practice. I gotta go get on my grind. I gotta go do things. I think it's all about balance, honestly. It's you know, like it is about balance, like where you can have fun, but don't like do it too much, right? Right. Like do your practice. Like hell, you like I miss playing with you uh, Overwatch with you, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Those are good times. Dude, and like hopefully you can get back on that. We got buffed. Oh, Okay. Spoilers. Okay, okay. So let's see what damage we can do. All right. You know what I'm saying, man. Right. I was like, I got a bug. All right. <laughs> uh, this is I'm going to get you, like, if we do live together, I'm going to get you a PS4 somehow. I'll figure it out. Bro, you don't. You don't. I'm crying right now in the mic. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? But, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's all about balance because, like, there was a point where, where, like, I was doing master's or school. I'm not sure, like, if it was master's or undergrad. But I was like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't play games. But I felt miserable. 
I felt miserable. And I was wow. like, I was like, I think it was before I started working at Funimation. Like, it was like, I felt really sad because I wasn't doing, I wasn't having fun. I was like, I just got to be on the grind. I just got focused. So I got focused. And I was like, you know what? And then I played games and I was like, this is right. This is right. Like, yeah, you know, I shouldn't spend my, like as much time as I used to in the past. But, right. you know, I'm an adult. I got to do adult stuff for sure. But at the same time, playing video games feels right. Yeah, man. I haven't played a, a single player game in a long time. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, the best experience I remember from a single player game was Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. And shit like that. And I'm like, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Because I was like, when I was in college, I was yeah. playing that and just like enjoying it. Like, every morning I'd watch Jerry Springer and I would <laughs> eat a bowl of cereal and I would turn on Fallout and I would just be like, Jerry Springer of all things, huh? Yep, yeah, bro, it was on. Yeah. I didn't. I, you know, I mean, don't get wrong. Don't get wrong. It's get, fun. Get out of here, bro. It's fun. Like, although, yeah. My, I, I, hey, my bad. Yeah. Uh, watching those reality shows as a kid, like that yeah. definitely taught me something about the world. And I know people are gonna be like, "Well, that's the world fake. is crazy." Yeah, yeah. but honestly, yeah. like honestly, like I watched I, when I was a kid, I was watching Tyra Banks. Yeah, because um, like these reality shows, I had, didn't have cable uh-huh. for a while, so yeah. I was just watching. So you're Pace. watching like what's out? Yeah, there. WB33, yeah. 27. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was watching that stuff, and I remember Tyra Banks. Uh, Steve Wilkos, Dr. Phil, uh, yeah. um, bunch of shit t- TV, honestly. Yeah. Tyra Banks I actually did enjoy. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I, I was always She was annoying Tyra sometimes, Banks. but yeah. she she was a good talk. Like, she did bring cool host, uh, guests on. Okay, that's cool. Like, one time she brought in, uh, there's people who thought they were vampires. They were like, yeah, we, we drink blood and we do this. I wish you guys can just see my face like change like that. Bro, that's what I'm like I learned that as a kid. Like yeah. I'm like people are different than yeah. me, like, and not just me. Like in general, like there's so there's a wide variety of they are people out there. Uh-huh. because our brains are so complex. Mm-hmm. To think that we're all going to come out very similar is like crazy. Yeah. We have these wide scopes that we can go on mm-hmm. from left to right. Yeah, and these people are far wherever, and I'm over here, and maybe in the middle somewhere. And then yeah. there's people who are far on the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, like, I'm between that and Steve Wilkos and the guys who were just like, that ain't my baby. He too short. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff. And I was just like, I'm watching this stuff. And regardless of it's fake or not, mm-hmm. I'm learning that there's a, a huge scope. And it helped me a lot when I went to college because I wasn't, nothing threw me off. Mm-hmm. When I got to college and I started meeting more people, yeah. it was like, I remember one guy was like, uh, I was struggling for real. I was on I was on food stamps for a while. Yeah, I, just, I was going through college because I was doing through college, working full time, doing all this stuff, and they I had to apply for food stamps. I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry, geez, man. Uh, Judge me later. I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah uh, I, was, I was doing all my stuff, and I had to eventually leave college because it was just too much for me. Yeah, but that's um, fair. I mean, yeah. you're doing it. And you're a smart guy, so yeah, yeah. you're you're still learning, like which. Like you're making yourself a better person. It's not I like, was definitely trying. Yeah, but it was just like yeah, between t- rent because I was I had moved out too. I had I got kicked out of my parents' house at Oof. the time. So yeah, I was like I gotta survive. Mm-hmm. Money's going to rent. What am I gonna eat? So we were going through stuff, and um, I just remember thinking to myself like I met a guy, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, life's rough," and he was like. He was putting a sandwich like he was eating my okay, first of all, he was eating my food. I'm, I'm cool with it because again, food stamps. I was like, okay, uh, yeah. I have enough, we'll, we'll last to the end of the month. But he's eating my food, and he's got his Wait, who's uh, this guy? Um, one of Jerome's friends, okay. He's eating, he's eating his stuff, and he's like, yeah, man, he's acting like like life is really rough. He came from like an upscale neighborhood, yeah, and he's just like, he felt cool because he was black people for a little bit. Uh-huh. That's what that's my gist of this. Was he a white guy? He was a light skinned kid, okay, but yeah, I guess he felt cool because he was, you know, yeah, around Mensa. And, uh, he's like, yeah, man. Life's rough out here, and he he takes some bread, some normal bread, and puts a hot dog on it, and puts some ketchup. He's like, I'm eating hot dogs with normal bread. I'm like, Nick, I've been doing that my whole life. <laughs> Why are you talking? 
What are you talking about? Like, I was like, oh, we don't have the hot dog bread for you. This is the this is the bottom. Uh, We don't have hot dog bread. I know, right? Man, I was like, this is these are the people we meet though. Yeah, and I was like, look at this. Yep. Okay. It was you know like it's like. For him, like, yeah, his perspective's not out there like that way it should be, you know? But you would get mad if you didn't know people were just different than you. Yeah. People go to college and they have culture shocks. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you take your shoes off at your house? Oh. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, man. Like, we I feel bad for people who don't get to experience that because, I mean, I was lucky, like, like, growing up in Garland where there were so many different cultures constantly, you know? You got Mexicans. You got the Vietnamese. You got uh, Filipinos. You got... Whites and all over. Yeah, black people. You know. Oh yeah. Shout yeah. out to the Vietnamese. Yeah. Oh my God. In Saigon Mall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly. Got a homies. Yeah. Honestly. You know. Got like, all my mochi from y'all for years. <laughs> it was a good time, man. And like being able to like experience like that sort of diversity of culture was huge. It was huge. Uh, so you know, I didn't feel any different when I got uh, into the world. But is is you realize that people don't get that. People don't see that. Even if you live in Garland, you know, you can go to. Rowlett High School, right? And you're surrounded by white people, right? Uh, or Rockwall or wherever, right? Um, or vice versa. You yeah. go to South Garland, you're surrounded by just black... Or but, South uh, Dallas, you get just black people. Yeah, I mean, South Garland... or Yeah, South Garland, like, was pretty much just blacks. Yeah. yeah like, and it, it goes both ways. Like, we're not trying mm-hmm. to make it sound one way. Yeah. I mean, you just, like... It's just good to You try only to, know, like, what your world is. You're not real... You don't realize that there is a bigger world out there. And I think that's a huge thing for why technology is so helpful to us now, because... Mm-hmm. I'm noticing you with the kids, like, they're so much smarter than we were when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a bad thing. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I loved my childhood. Not a lot of technology. Always making up games. Yeah. Like, making my own board games and stuff. But having the access to this phone and being able to just look up things. And, you know, because remember when we were kids, like, I remember one kid told me there was a Sonic Adventure. Uh, it was, he said Sonic Adventure 3 came out. Yeah. And I was like, no. His <laughs> name was Keenan. I remember your bitch ass. <laughs> He was like, I was like, no. And he was like, damn, man, I've got it already. Da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, what? What level is wrong that? We were talking about that. He's yeah. like, yeah, now you can play SPL the Chameleon. And, you, and I was just tripping, man. I yeah. was like, I, I don't know. Like, now we can just Google everything. Yeah. If I want to know, because I, I used to love dinosaurs. I could just Google dinosaurs. Yeah. And that's crazy to me, because I'm like, back in our day, we said to take people's word for it. Yeah. Like, oh, there's new Pokemon. What mm-hmm. is it called? Yeah, right. Remember, it, uh, I remember missing when, no, missing no. Yeah. 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 And then I remember a, a Zumaril or Meryl came out. Oh yeah, yeah. And they called it Pikachu. Yeah, when we were they kids, they called it Pikachu because it came out pre. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, Pikachu's out, and then Don Fan came out during the movie. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. And now you just look up on the internet. Yeah, like yeah, there was like surprises. People will get surprised. You know, you remember like cheat codes. Yeah, cheat codes like and surprising me. Yeah, go online and like finding yeah finding out about the cheat codes right. You find out about from a friend. You talk to a friend right. Or you go to a store and you you write down the cheat codes. You're right, yeah, you're right. You remember the books? You had to, like you had to get Hell the books yeah. exactly. Thousand tips and tricks. Exactly. Like I remember like when I went to um, Canada. Like I went to Canada for like some trip like when I was in seventh grade, and I bought you know all the stuff you know like the maple syrup and all that right. But my favorite thing I bought was a strategy guide for Final Fantasy X. I didn't even have Final Fantasy wow. X at that point yet. But you're so interested. Yes, exactly. Like, I was like, I treasured that, you know? And, like, I was like, I got the code. I got everything. I'm going to beat this game, right? <laughs> and, like, that, like, like this, that sort of surprise and you know, having to talk to people or not talking to people, you know, reading right. books and, you know, just being, like, being more connected, you know? Like, that is something I do miss about, like, you know, this new world. Um, but I am happy, like that we do have this technology. Don't get me wrong. It just take the, the the that whimsy. That's a good point. Like that's a good point. Yeah. Because having technology and having this whole like 
constant like in, influx of techno or yeah, uh, information. Information. Yeah. It kind of takes you away from the now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the only qualm I have with it. Yeah. Because I do remember my memories back as a kid were like so great. Yeah. And I mean, yes, yeah, nostalgia glasses, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was rough. I'm like, I'm not going to say my life was great, but it was like I was enjoying myself. You enjoyed it, yeah. My friends were there. Uh, I'd have my time and I got to watch my anime. Yeah. I would, um, I don't know, like the video games. I remember playing Wind Waker and getting the strategy guide. Yeah. I, that that summer was nothing but Wind Waker, Melee, and Sonic Adventure Two. Oh, that makes me feel happy. Honestly, just hearing about that, you know, bro, like and, it makes me think of my own summers. You know, like where it was, like simple and focused. Yeah, yeah. I would like see my friend Patrick every once in a while. Like, hey man, I'm coming over. Mensa would come over because we lived in the same neighborhood when we were kids. Yeah, and he would come over and see me just playing Wind Waker till night mm. I would be just in my my house just playing Wind Waker trying to finish it and I had a strategy got a thick book and I was like oh there's a treasure and I got I literally almost 100% of that game nice like I played it through three times Dang. to get everything because you have to play it more than once to get everything oh wow and I just remember being like I was in the now I mean of course we have jobs that, that's a part of the True. Like, taking away from our time but yeah. now it's just like things are constantly changing like there is no like surprise mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, I just sort of, like, look at the kids that are, like, in my neighborhood, you know, right? And it's like, you don't see them outside. You don't see them, I guess, interacting, like, in a way that we used to. You know, I do work. They're outside. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I saw some kids outside. Oh, no, yeah. Like, it's summer now. And, yeah. you know, you don't see kids playing on the streets, you know? You don't see. At the, at the swings. Like, you don't see them at the parks. No. Honestly, that's a good point. Because, like, yeah. I'm around kids a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I taught kids martial arts. I'd be around them. And I remember one girl named Zakora. She was an African chick. I love Zakora. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zakora Odera, her little brother. They were cool. <laughs> and they were okay. The thing is, Odera was just a normal kid. Yeah. Odera was a boy. He was really good at martial arts. I was teaching him stuff. He was really good. Just yeah. athletically gifted. Uh-huh. His sister Zakora, <laughs> she was gifted too. Uh huh. Um, she was older by like two years. She was okay. like eleven, right? Yeah. The thing with Zakora is that she was really, really smart. Like, people get confused because they're like, I don't want kids. Kids are annoying. Kids are as smart as you want to make them. Yeah. If you treat them like adults, they'll come out a lot smarter than the average kid. Like, I've seen this. I've seen it firsthand so often. Yeah. Um, and Zakora's one of those kids that was just real smart. She was different than the other kids. Like, she'd be like, everyone lose the control and be like all over the room. And she'd just be sitting there like, I don't know why y'all are doing this. They're going to get mad at us and make us do something extra. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's always ahead of the game. Like, it has a bigger perspective of everything. Exactly. And I remember one time I was like, she was on her iPad. And she was playing um, Minecraft. It was back when it was 2000, probably 13, 14. She was on Minecraft. It was probably 14, maybe. Anyway, 15. It was 15. <laughs> <laughs> but she was playing Minecraft, and I was like, Zakora, why don't you just, like, you don't want to go outside and something like that? And she was like, go outside. And she was like, because she's building a, a big castle. I was like, you could build a castle, like, outside. You can, like, go and do something. She's like, why do I want to go outside? Oh. He's like, it smells out there. Oh. Was, she's like, and I was like, well, I mean, it's outside. Yeah. <laughs> That's what real life smells like. Yeah. She's like, well, unless real life got Febreze, I'm not going outside. Oh. I was like, oh my God. Oof. It's like you're, you're, I love her so much, though. Right. right. But speaking truth, but it's so, sort of sad, too. Right. It do stink out there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's like, yeah, but oh, come on. You just go outside. And that's the sad thing. I'm, I'm actually doing, um, like, I'm also hanging out with kids, too. I do, like, a volunteer thing, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. You do that now? Yeah, yeah. Bro, let me get in on that. What? I mean, you can start it yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was talking to a girl about going to the the children's hospital yeah. over in Dallas. Do it. That sounds like dope. Do it. Like yeah. Like so. Like you're assigned like one kid, and like that kid is like your little kid. You know, little brother, little sister. Or usually, I think they stick boys to boys and girls to, with girls. So you know, our girls can 
be with both. Whatever. Who's your kid? Uh, he's like this eight-year-old kid named King. And I like him a lot. Like, so I, God's wooing King. Honestly, yeah. Like, honestly, he reminds me of myself like when I was eight. But like if I grew up now. That is a fulfilling program. It's really nice. I've always wanted to do that. I was in PALS yeah. when I was in high school. Uh-huh. That was fun. It's basically the same thing, but lower scale. Yeah. That sounds cool, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, it, he's, he's super cool. Like, he... He has asthma. I had asthma. Uh, uh, and we actually, like, hung out um, for the first time on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? I think so. It was early this week anyways, right? Mm. And it was a good time. He was telling me about, like, video games. And he was telling me about, like, what he watches. Like, he watches It. And, like, he, like yeah, he watched It. I haven't seen It. That's a really good movie. Okay. Like, that's what I hear. And he was like, yeah, I love horror movies and I love comedy movies. And I'm like, okay, okay, this kid's, this kid, like, this kid's a smart kid. He's a smart kid, like, it seems, you know, like, he, he's really focused, like, on, you know, fun stuff like video games and movies and all that, right? Um, so I do need to see, like, how he's doing his cool stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, he's a cool kid. I mean, it definitely seems like he doesn't, like, go out there like that, you know? Like, Why'd why they assign him to you? What was his? What's his? I don't know. Like, I, I also, if I did, I don't think I can like say like why. You know, like. Oh yeah, you said yeah. his name. And normally, when they do these things, it's usually because the kid doesn't have a parent. No, like uh, yeah, he, he has he has his parents. Yeah, it's, stuff like that. Yeah. So like, there's, there's I think his problem. parents just sort of want him. Luckily, like his mom really just wants him to be around positive role models of sorts. Good you know? shit. Good yeah. good stuff, mom. Yeah, like I was good like stuff. like it's like like she's doing her best, like which I definitely appreciate, but um. You know, it's just sort of like, hey, like, be around people who are good. And I'm like, cool. I can be a good dude, hopefully. <laughs> you know? I, I think you're a great role model. Thank honestly. you. And it's crazy. Um, I have, a, like, a lot of the kids from the martial arts program I used to run, mm-hmm. or teach at. I didn't run it. Yeah. But a lot of them, because we had, like, a hundred and some kids. That's like, a lot. Some of them, yeah, it was a lot. And some of them are still, like, I still keep in contact with a good amount of them. That's good. Um, Mackenzie and... Uh, uh, Meadow the primarily those uh-huh. are two like I go over there and visit and I'll see all of them but Mackenzie and Meadow are the ones that like their parents have given me their numbers uh-huh. and they want to invite me out to stuff wow. I don't really get to go to any of that stuff because I'm always busy with stuff uh-huh. but whenever I have free time I try to like take them out yeah. so we wouldn't watch Wonder Woman I took them both to Wonder that's Woman that's good so like get little girls you get to take them out to Wonder Woman they get to see like an empowering figure yeah um it's fun. They love it. And like, then we go to like GameStop and I buy them like some cheap toys because, nice. you know, they don't know what money is. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she's like, oh, let me get the Pokemon thing. I'm like, oh, which one? Yeah. And like, you mean the cheap one, right? <laughs> That's a cuter one. Like, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm a terrible dad. I'm trying my best. Oh, no, you are. Like, which is really nice. It's really nice. Um, and, you know, being around these kids, like, yeah, you do learn a lot. You know, um, they know a lot. You know, they see a lot. The, the access to information is way more out there. You know, um, you know, they're teaching me about things, and they're aware of a lot more too. You know, than people think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, definitely, kids down. Like, people downplay like what kids know. And the hell, just think about like tsunami, right? Us watching tsunami, like that was some adult content overall. We watched Trigun, yeah. You know, and from that, you know, it's like, oh yeah, killing isn't good. You know, like yeah, here are these gunmen, but you know, you're not seeing all of us become gunmen because yeah. of that, right? Or Dragon Ball Z, yeah, it was like balls to the wall action, but at the same time, it's like, and yeah, we were playing play fighting, but you're not seeing us like in the streets just 
Ah, I'm gonna kill you. That's right? a parenting issue. I feel. Yeah. That's more a parenting issue or an environmental issue than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not. I mean, that's, I don't think it's really dictated by the media. No. People really feel that way, and I'm in, like, eh. In fact, I would say because of the media, I was calmed down. You know, like I was able to get friends and like meet people. Yeah. Cause yeah. Who watched Ninja Turtles? Like, who played Ninja Turtles on, the, on their Super Nintendo or whatever? Yeah. Which one of those kids actually took a knife and started cutting people? Up? I know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a good point. I don't think it's video games, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think it's just parental problem like you're not teaching your kids correctly they don't they're looking to the wrong things for guidance yeah and they come out warped exactly. which is so easy because we're we're people as adults there was a thing i was telling i think i was talking about it earlier um a majority of us almost all of us are messed up in some kind of way yeah oh like, yeah I'm, I'm learning that too for like yeah yeah like we're all messed up mm-hmm. and i was saying i was like i don't know exactly all my flaws but i've seen a couple of them and people people get on to me for stuff yeah like, i'm just like Okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, like, that's all I can really say. And, and I think like, it's you like, don't seem sorry enough. I'm like, I don't know what to do other than <laughs> say sorry. Like, yeah. And but. I think it's like, what do you do? I guess like once like the flaws come out to you, you know, like how yeah. do you? Because I mean, hell, I got in trouble. I, I get in trouble a lot. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I have to think like, okay, what's like a flaw that like I'm willing to fix, and like what's you know something that's like okay. Like this is your problem, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like you're you're right because like sometimes it is just that like okay you're just being a bitch, yeah. But I'm like also like you could look at it, you could spin it around, and be like, well, Josh, you're being a little bit too hard, yeah. Like not everyone thinks like that. Yeah, look at both perspectives yeah. and like understand because like my mentality, and I know for you it's different too. Because like okay, for my mentality, it's a lot of like life is like I, the way I look at it is like life is hard, yeah. And I'm doing my fighting thing, so like I'm over here, I'm getting. I remember my first day in one of my gyms was uh, the, the instructor didn't like me. It was like. T- Two, three years ago. He didn't like me. He got me in there and he went to test me to see if I was any anything or if I was just like a waste of time kid yeah. coming in here. He had it started out with all of us like we're all we're doing a round robin. We're just gonna cycle in on each other. Like there's gonna be, there's four or five of us there yeah. in the cage. He's like, he's gonna go in against him, and then when he gets out, he's gonna go in against him. And you know, like then he's gonna cycle in and yeah. he's gonna cycle in. We just take turns. And after a while I realized that they weren't t- cycling me out. Uh-oh. And they kept me in there. Yeah. And I was in there for a long time, Gazel. And I was in there for uh, like it felt like human exhaustion. Like I felt like I was gonna drown in my own like huh. my own like uh, lungs. Like they were just being overfilled with like oxygen, like depletion. Uh-huh. And I was just out there, and he was just like people were smashing. There was all these high level wrestlers, and at the time I didn't know any wrestling. Oh. I didn't do, like I did high school wrestling for like a year, uh-huh. and I wasn't good at it. Like I quit because I was like singlets are gay. Uh-huh. That's not true. <laughs> but but I mean I was just like. Um, I was getting smashed in there, and uh-huh. I was like, <gasps> and I would like breathe loud, and I would like sigh, and like be like struggling to get up, be like, Ugh! I'd make sounds like that. And he'd be like, he's like, what are you, some kind of bitch? You just you wanna make all those noises when you're on the bottom? Jeez. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? Uh-huh. And I, I was like, I thought I was good at martial arts, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And after that like day, like we started practicing hard because mm-hmm. he let me stay because I didn't quit. Mm-hmm. I almost died. I didn't quit though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and. Um, I started getting better at wrestling and I started doing everything and my mentality since then has always been like, we would practice for an hour a day on just striking. We would cycle in and we'd go five minutes, one minute off, five minutes, one minute off. And we did that for an hour straight. And it gets like everybody in there. UFC fighters, everyone was in that gym. And I remember getting hit and like kneading the chest and like trying to stand up and like guys are still hitting me while I'm like trying to block and protect mm-hmm. myself and I can't breathe. And we're going at it and my mentality is since, it's kind of always been like, yo, just grind it out, things will work. Yeah grind it out and things will happen like you will break through that door eventually so when people get really uh all the 
all the sad stories I get a lot of times. Like I, I respect people when they have a story. Yeah. I get it. Yes. Like you're like, hey, I'm from wherever. It's hard. I, like I get it. Mm-hmm. I agree. It is hard. We didn't all start at a level playing field. But like the woe is me stuff. Like sometimes I don't know how to respond. Like my brain doesn't know. It, like I'm like just looking at you like you're retarded. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just like I'm just like I don't know what to say. Like I'm uh-huh. like. Do you like you got a deal? Yeah. Like I got in a car wreck. Um, oh yeah, coming here, right? Not no. That oh, that go. happened uh, at yeah. a different time. But, like I got a car wreck uh, about a year ago, going to my friend's house, and I had a friend in the car, and she was just like uh, looking at me, like because when the car hit, it hit us hard. Like he was speeding. I was oh. in a charger. Oh yeah, okay. I remember Thank that. God, I was yeah. in a charger, so uh-huh. it just took it like a tank. Uh-huh. But like it came and smashed the front of the car, like just turned us around. Damn. And we like we hit the the median and everything. We were sitting there, Jeez. and I got out the car, and the girl was shook, like she was shaking and stuff. And she's so great friend, but she was just like, she was like, oh my god, like um, I'm so sorry because she's the one that wanted me to go to the friend's house. Yeah. She wanted me to pick her up and go, and I was like, I'm tired. But she's like, oh, no, let's do it. And then this happened. She's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, and she started kind of tearing up. And she's like, because, like, the tow truck came and started taking my charger away. And anyone who knows me knew I loved that charger. I wanted yeah. a charger since I was a kid, and I yeah. got one. And it was like, you just see it getting picked up and, Oof. like, pulled away. And, she, and I was like, I know I was not going to get my car back. Like, it's totaled. Like, that whole pipe dream is gone. And she's just like, how can you be so calm? Like, uh, just seeing your car getting like pulled away like that because she was still very shaken up. Yeah, and I was just sitting there like calling people. I'm like, "Yo, can I get an Uber?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was making the next necessary steps to move uh, forward. I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yo, like, relax. Like, this is just like this is life. Yeah, shit happens. We're both alive. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're yeah. both alive. I got all my stuff out of the car for the most part. Um, all my gear I cycled in the bags uh-huh. and just like took it with us. Things happen, man. Yeah. But I'm like, we're not dead. We can keep moving forward. If we have the opportunity to keep moving forward, we have to keep doing it. And that's how you get to the level you're at. Yeah. For instance, well, you're, you're this Funimation thing and you're you're working there and you're yeah. killing it. Oh, uh, thank you. And I appreciate And like, oh, like, I'm really glad you say all that because I, I think about that for myself too. Uh, in fact, actually, I think two nights ago, I was telling some coworkers, and we were talking about all different types of inappropriate stuff, I guess. But like, um, like it was just real like, they're like, well, what would happen if you, if this would happen to you? I was like, I thought about this. Like, what happened if my arm get cut off? Well, I keep going with my right arm or left arm or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Both my arms get cut off. Hopefully, I got my mouth and we get technology and maybe get prosthetics, all right? What if I um, lose my eyes, right? Then That's rough, I, Exactly, man. but I'm alive and it's like there's a way to do it. I've seen these people. People have done it. Exactly. You think, like, people are blind. People have, some people who are blind, because you're probably like, well, they're blind from birth. They don't get it. No, some people weren't blind at birth and exactly. they went blind. You know how miserable uh-huh. that sounds miserable to us. And yeah. it probably was for them for a while, mm-hmm. but they learned to deal with it. If they can deal, there's no reason not we can't. Exactly. Either that or we're just weaker human beings than them in general. Exactly. That's yeah. how I feel. And also I think about like even like like comic books, right? Daredevil, right? Like Daredevil, he yeah, he's an outlier. That nigga got stronger. <laughs> True, <laughs> like, right? That was different. Exactly, but at the same time like I think like there's a way to like legitimately do that. Like not like to that level. The echo echo uh, echolocation. echolocation is yeah. a real thing though. They uh-huh. use it. They uh there's a guy who's blind, he rides his bike. Yeah. He rides his bike around crazy. town and he like he does echolocation. That's crazy. So it's yeah, it's insane, yeah. man. He's like, Oh yeah, there's a mailbox. He's like, Yeah, you're the guy from he, it was there's a whole doc you can look that up on YouTube. That's what crazy. But yeah, humans are amazing. Like I because I, I was thinking about it. Like I was like, what if I became a eunuch? Like, I lose my dick, right? Do I kill myself? No. Like I can't definitely, kill <laughs> definitely. I'm going out. 
<laughs> my brother said the same thing too, and I was like, not I not. think about it, but I'm like, no, but this, yes. This is you got other things to live about. Like, yes, like there's so much that like is happening in the world, and like so much to live for, you know. Like there's so much that I can do, you know. So one of my kids that haven't like, met you that could just exactly. benefit so much, exactly. Not just from you, from anybody who's listening to this. Mm-hmm. Like so many kids who could actually really benefit. You think you're a good person? Mm-hmm. Go talk to some kids and see how they turn out. Yeah. If they turn out shitty, it might be your fault. You might have to reevaluate things, right. but you could definitely help. Exactly. I mean, it's like there's so many like possibilities. Of like, okay, yeah, everything can go to hell and be horrible, but it's like is what do you do after the fact you know like how do you make it a better situation and i'm like yeah like i think i can i really think i can make this a better situation overall um you know even though everything went to hell like like it's 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 like it's you're all about your mindset you know as long as you're alive you know and able to do something you know like and i see so many brave people out there too people who have terminal illnesses right people who have pretty much lost everything their families Mm -hmm. and everything um and it's just sort of like I see them going you know it's like me who might have like a tough time with like a little small thing I gotta look at those people who are like legit doing it you know? right and just gotta keep on going you know like it's like I, I can you know hell even I know people friends who have like the worst crap happen to them you know just unlucky 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 but they're still doing it and they're trying to make it better for themselves like however they can yeah man so yeah I was mad like respect. yeah it's like mad respect for all that you know um, and it's just sort of like playing to your your strengths and like to what you have, you know. Like, um, we were actually talking about that before the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We were saying, um, so hiccups are going to happen no matter what you do. Yeah. Like, no one's ha- got into their career. I feel like no one's ever gotten to the where they're at in their career, especially high level careers. Yeah, and not had hiccups. Like yeah. someone try to throw them under the bus, mm-hmm. or them being on red alert at their job, mm-hmm. or you know, like a layoff, yeah, something like that. Like things like that happen, man. Um. And it's one of those things for, for for me. I can only speak to my own experience, and I don't want to keep like bothering with my MMA stuff. Yeah, but it's like I mean, it's a big part of you. Like yeah. I, I feel like if you didn't like Josh, you you know, like if you don't like MMA, it's going to be a little harder to be friends. Not be friends. You, know, you, you can be friends, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, such a huge part of my life right yes. now. Uh-huh. I have uh, especially so, right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with this fight coming up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but you were saying uh, essentially, there's like. Um, I lost my one my fight in February, right? Yeah. And I was talking about it, and I was like, "Man, that's rough. Like, it sucked." Yes. But I put the video out. Like, my friend was uh, Anthony. He was like my camera guy. He was just like, "Do you want to record still?" Yeah. Like, I was like, "Yeah." Hell, I was recording, and I was like, "I don't know if I should put this up." Yeah. Like, I and I was like, like, "No, we're gonna put it up." Mm-hmm. Remember that? Like, I yeah. remember that we were right outside the studio. I just I got knocked out. Yeah. For the first time ever, I was like, "Wow, that happened!" And mm-hmm. I remember coming to, and I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna record. Yeah, we're gonna do this." And I put a video out just make sure everyone knew I was cool I was good like and it sucked I wasn't gonna lie like it hurt you know it sucks that to lose like that but we are gonna do whatever it takes and the way we look at it is like uh, we were talking about this earlier like I know I'm a good striker I know I've been told that too many times by different people like this isn't something I've fabricated in my head like I have I've had like bullet points of people who've been like yo you're good at doing this Mm -hmm. but I got knocked out yes so I looked That's at it and I was like, "Well, matter. maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I have a weak chin. Maybe, maybe this is happening. Maybe." Yeah. Like, and I, I was worried for you, honestly. Like, I was like, "I hope this doesn't shake you to the point where you just stop." The next couple know? months are hard, yeah, because you're just thinking, "I'm like, well, my whole dream is this. Like, I can't take hits." Mm-hmm. But people are sitting, like, even the Saturday, I went to the gym. And people were sitting me down, like, "Yo, man, it's not that." Like, they're like, "Listen, like, everyone gets knocked out." And like we're saying, Aldo, Jose Aldo was the champion, one fifty five. 
Conor McGregor knocked him out in 13 seconds, one mm. punch. He was, he was a champion at 155 for 10 years straight. Hmm. It was in some wars. Got knocked out by one punch. Hmm. It happens. It happens to everybody. That's a crazy thing. And they were like, you got to just take it. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, this is what fighting is. Like, every night someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And if you want to win, then, like, you're going to keep coming back. You got to keep, you got to clear that, those cobwebs. Like, be like, that's, that's the past. Yeah. I'm here now. This is the new me. I'm going to keep coming forward. Fighters are, they're so mentally strong. It's such an amazing thing to see, um, especially at the higher levels. Because with me, I'm just like, I've been wanting this dream since I was a kid. So it's like, I, that was a, hugely depressing because I was like I put so much work into my striking to get knocked out like that with one like one big punch like that so um, going forward I was just like what do I do and I was thinking about I was, th- I was thinking about God so I was thinking about all my other friends who were moving forward I was talking to my friend Justin Varghese who's now at, uh, and what's it called esports commentator yeah. he does blizzard games he does all sorts of stuff he does like commentary for the tournaments Hearthstone everything we lived in the same condos mm-hmm. me him and God lived in the same condos and the thing is, it's like, God was now doing Funimation. Mm-hmm. Justin is now doing his e- esports thing. He started mm-hmm. with Smash Bros, which is like, that's a dead road. Mm-hmm. He made it cool. Mm-hmm. And then he went and they, they picked him up. Blizzard picked him up and started paying him, flying him out places. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. And I was like, me, I'm still fighting. I'm doing my thing. I'm back in the fight game. So I'm taking steps. Yeah. But with that loss, I could have easily been deterred. Yes. And I'm like, the way I look at it, I was like, this is MMA. This is mixed martial arts. If I get knocked out, Again, I have a fight coming in October. October, we're fighting I, the, probably the biggest fish we've ever had. I can't wait for that. This guy, okay, the guy, I'm fight, I fight 170. This guy's a 185. He's 15 pounds bigger than me normally, naturally. Mm-hmm. He's 6'4". He's just got the belt. He's undefeated. He's coming down to 170 to fight me and, like, start his road to get two belts. Like, I'm just like a hiccup on his road. He's like, I'm just going to fuck this guy up. Yeah. Get the 170 belt, too. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to be that roadblock. Right now, like, when I, when I found that challenge came up, I started talking mad stuff. Because I'm like, I don't want him backing out. Yes, yeah, so, that's I, what I was a little worried about, too. Oh, no. I, was, I started spewing at the mouth. Like, I was Good. like, because the guy was like, are you, are you sure with the record he has? Do you want to get any more fights? I was like, oh, you asking me if I'm, like, because I was like, is my record a problem? I thought he was talking about my record. <laughs> the, the LFA legacy, they asked uh-huh. me. Like, I was like, I thought he was talking about my record. Like, oh, my, pro- my record's a problem for him? Like, he doesn't want to fight me because, you know, he thinks he's better than me? He's like, no, I mean, his record isn't a problem for you. I was like, I'm gonna knock this fool out and give you a thumbs down when I'm done. <laughs> That's straight up what I told him. Like, I have the text and everything. And uh, I was like, I'm not, we're not nervous about this at all. Like, I'm gonna go, go in there. Of course, I'm nervous. I take that back. But it's more like an excitement and like you're like, yeah. It's a mix. Mm-hmm. The first night I got the call or the, the text and everything, they told me who it was. That night, uh, the next morning, I woke up and for three, four minutes, I was laying with my hand over my head yeah. and I had a dream that I had lost the fight. Jeez. Like, I thought it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that realistic. I got knocked out again, same exact way. And I was like, I was laying there on the couch. I remember I was laying there on the couch and I woke up and I was like, like, I was so depressed for like three years. I was like, I, f- I messed up again. Yeah. Like, and for some reason, like, thoughts were running through my head. Like, it was like the closest thing to depression I've ever had. Yeah. I was like, no one's going to want to talk to me. Like, uh-huh. I failed everybody. Jeez. Like, all that ran through my head. Like, this is all that I'm good at and I'm ruining it. And I kind of got up and I realized, okay, well, for one, I realized it was a dream. Yes. I was like, wait. I was with my friends last night. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, good, good, good. And it, it, I kind of back off the couch. I was like, okay, well, I got to start running. And I started running. I started doing other things. Yep. And um, my thing is like, as you, I told my friends we were at a party last night and I was telling them they were asking me about the fight. And my big thing was like, well, if I get, if this, in this fight, when this guy comes and fights me in October, if I get dropped again, I go out the same way. What we're going to do 
is I'm gonna just reinvent myself. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna get deterred. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna become a wrestler. I was like, I already I do all those martial arts anyway for a reason, right? So we have a lot of avenues to take. Instead of quitting, because that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people get stopped early on in their careers because it got too rough. Instead of quitting, I'm gonna do what makes me better. Like I was like, if I can't, if I find I can't take punishment. I'm gonna start wrestling everybody to the floor until they die. Like, I'm just gonna smother everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever yeah. it takes. Like, it's gotta be whatever it takes. Like, if I have to become a Khabib man, like, be a Russian guy and just, like, wrestle everybody to the floor and be like, oh, well, Josh is gonna wrestle him to the floor and just punch on him the whole time. Like, that's what I'll do. Cause I'm gonna get those wins. Yeah, that's what it, it takes. People believe in it. And it's like, I have a friend, uh, my nutritionist. He's actually got me a, uh, he's got me in the works with a protein deal right now. Yo. This company is like, asked me what I wanted. They asked me like, yo, what gear do you want? And I was sitting there like, oh, I need a lot of new stuff. <laughs> my gloves are falling apart from the inside. My shin guards are all creased up and fall. Like they always turn sideways when I kick now. <laughs> and Jeez. he was like, what do you want? He's like, do you want anything else? I'm getting new gear. Do you want anything else? Oh, yeah. Okay. They believe in the, like they believe that I can do this. Like That's what's up. I'm checking my Instagram and I've got people who are famous following me. I didn't know they were famous. I didn't know who they were. I was like, oh, I'm just like, like after the fights, I'll just like let them follow me. And this is after a loss. I got more follows after the loss than, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. this is huge. Yep, yep. Because like how you take it, yeah. you got to keep striding. You can't, you can't get your, like you're running a race and you trip up a little bit and it's a 400 meter race, like a full lap. You can't be like, ah, oh, well, everyone just got a little bit ahead of me. I'm, I'm mentally shutting down. Like, mm-hmm. I'm lost, right? You got to keep it. You got to go. Yep. Get your stride back and go. Yeah. Make it happen, yep. man. Yeah, I mean, hell, like, I'm, I always got to bring it back to something nerdy. That's why, yo, <laughs> yeah, that's what this is, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, like, I mean, I think about, like, Overwatch for some reason, you know? Like, people, people, like, you know, you lose a team member, right? Or you got to start carrying a team or something, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people shut down. But if you or like maybe the other team gets cocky and they shut down, that happens a lot. Yeah, and you, like, you got you got to you got to use like oh yeah we got that uh, we got the payload you know in six minutes oh we're good they can't do any of that and then oh they then you just shut down you just don't do defense as well and then you get yeah sh- like it's like oh crap they got six minutes too mental uh, fatigue and mental toughness yep. mental fatigue is something I've struggled with especially in Smash Bros. Um, I always do worse after the my initial burst. It's like. Um, I've noticed this. Okay, so mental fatigue. We have a finite amount of mental energy. Yeah. That's why we record earlier in the day than we used to mm-hmm. because we, we feel like we get better content this mm-hmm. way. Um, with Smash Bros., I remember when I'd go to co- tournaments, the last couple of rounds would always be difficult as hell for me because like, they'd be like, okay, it's best uh, two out of three. Yeah. Right? So I'd beat a guy, beat him again. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move on to the next uh, round. Yeah. As you get to the semifinals, I remember I was like, I'd get really high up and I would get to, if I got top eight and stuff like that, it'd turn into like, especially at EGL, it would turn into like, last round, it turned into three out of five. Best three out of five. Oh, man. So I'm playing against a Pikachu player, uh, uh-huh. playing Falcon or something. Pikachu's a he- terrible matchup. Terrible, he's so short, I miss all my attacks. Uh-huh. I gotta like, be really patient, and the matches take forever, and I beat him once, I'm like. Oh, boy. And he's just like, resetting, going to the next match. All right, we're yeah. playing again. Let's. Uh, yeah. so I'm doing, I'm trying to do the same things. I'm yeah. getting impatient. I'm starting to go for moves I don't normally go for. I'm yeah. say I pull it off again. And he's like, well, that's two. You got to you, go in round three. Then he beats me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, boy. Here comes round five. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. mental fatigue is a real thing. It's yeah. not just a physical thing. You get exhausted. And to be able to push through that is huge. Like, that's a big thing. And I, I, I struggle with that sometimes. Mental toughness is like when things get bad, how, do you, like, how does that affect you? Do yeah. you lose your stride? Does momentum affect you? 
momentum doesn't affect me anymore. It used to very heavily. Um, I used to be a very emotional player even back then, and I'm like, I don't really get that way that way anymore. Um, Is that a good thing? I think it's a good thing. Okay. Because now things happen, and like I don't care. Okay. Like I, t- I can talk all the mess I want because yeah. like when you talk when you talk shit yeah and people are like are really there's a especially with the nerd community and, and the outside community in general there's a big discrepancy of like talking shit like oh it's disrespectful and it kind of is yeah but at the same but it's time. like it's an undertone it's like there's a reason you do it yeah uh, you're upping the ante yes people some people can't perform under pressure yes so like sometimes I'll be playing somebody and I'll taunt. I'll taunt them up like all day and people were like hated that yeah. but I would do it yeah. Rosalina players especially I hated them yeah. so I, I would taunt uh-huh. and I would start winning the matches because they'd be like well don't don't like, that's disrespectful like, they would just like get mad they'd get flustered yeah, like, over that right? and they would like try to like shut me down and yeah. they couldn't do it they can't. they'd have problems yeah then. they're messing up they're doing things that they probably wouldn't normally do exactly now they're falling on tilt because they can't get what they want they want to hit me so bad mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm doing like falcon taunts and running around <laughs> and grabbing them and just doing what I want mm-hmm. and I'm just making them look foolish yep. but it's not really about making them look foolish it's more about about making them tilt and yeah, yeah because your mental toughness like some people don't get affected by that yeah at the highest level of MMA some people don't get affected Aldo got affected when he got lost to Conor McGregor you could see how agitated he was for 13 seconds he's in there like fidgeting and moving around he really wanted to hit him because mm-hmm. Conor talked so much shit to him before the fight mm-hmm. he was talking more shit than that man has ever heard in his life because <laughs> Aldo's like I'm a champion for 10 years and Conor's like you're garbage like Brazil is garbage like he said a bunch of crazy stuff Yeah, he was like he didn't really say Brazil. He said some uh, crazy stuff. Though. He's like, I'll t- he said something about I'll knock your head off and then run it through the streets of Brazil like <laughs> Troy. <laughs> he said some oh, crazy uh, stuff, man. man. But it definitely affected him. And um, with everybody, that that's a thing. Mine isn't mental toughness, but mental fatigue is definitely something I struggle yeah. with. And I'm trying to get past that hump to where I can just like keep pushing myself further and further and further, and uh, just not get tired. That's what's up, man. And um, one of the craziest things is like if I, if you don't mind me going to that Musashi story because we had started it earlier. Yeah, although yeah, although you got to end it in a little bit though. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. So there's a story with uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Yes. Everyone's heard of him. He's a samurai, uh, and he's like one of the best to ever do it. He really is yes. the best to ever do it. If anyone ever read his books or anything like that, like he's philosopher, painter, um, swordsman. Swordsmen are the toughest guys back then. Like those guys, if you lose a fight as a swordsman, you're, you're dead. dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or that's mutilated, it. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, terribly mutilated. Maybe uh-huh. you can run on with one hand. That's, right. that's possible. <laughs> yeah. But Miyamoto, he he believed in going through different aspects of life to strengthen the aspect that he wanted the most. So he was a swordsman. He also loved painting, and that was looked down upon. Like people frowned on that because they're like, "You're a swordsman, but you paint like that is some lame stuff, yeah. really." And he was just like, "I enjoy it, and it it helps me." It, it, he read a lot of books. It like increased his facets of his mind. Is the way he looked at it. He's like, it, it expands the way he thinks. Like he's thinking a lot of different ways now because he's painting. He's creative. He's got the books. He's thinking philosophy. And he's applying it to his art. Yeah. And it made him the best samurai in the world. He didn't die from a sword fight. He died from age. Wow, that's he, impressive. You know how many fights he had? It was like over sixty. Damn. He died from age, son. I mean, that means you're the best, huh? Yeah, like, people are scared and they're diffusing because they're like, they're fighting. Like, no matter how cold you thought you were in the center, some guys would, like, be nervous. This dude was in there. He was like, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and um, he had a fight with one of the guys who was a royal guard to it. I believe it was one of the kings at the time. His name was Kenjiro, I believe. Kenjiro was known as, like, the best swordsman with a long sword. Mm-hmm. He had a long-ass sword, like, extra long. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, on some anime shit. Like, he pulled that hoe out, <laughs> and it was, like, long as fucking... Uh-huh. He would whoop everybody. It was, like, a long sword style, and he was, like, the best at it. 
and he's like, I'll, I'll murder. Like he's like, I'll whoop Musashi. And Musashi's like, challenge, okay. Right, so he comes through, and you know, Musashi, respectfully, he also did this thing where Musashi would do this thing where he would uh, carve out wooden swords all yeah. the time. It was one of his hobbies. He'd like carve out wooden swords, which are practice swords. Yeah. He would just do that on his free time. He took a boat. They had a set time they were supposed to meet on the beach, right? They're supposed to meet at this beach, and people are watching, like the, the, the guards are watching them. He, meet, he goes out there. He shows up first off. He takes a boat. By himself, like he got, talks to the ferryman, he's like, "Oh no, I'll, I'll go." So he takes it. The guys like rode him down there through the the river or whatever, and he's just wait. Like the guys like, "Aren't you getting ready for a fight?" This dude is over here like carving out a sword, a wooden sword. He's carving out a sword, and he's like, "Aren't you shouldn't you be getting like psyched out or you know ready or whatever you know?" So he goes. They get there. He's like, "No, I'm good." He shows up to the beach three hours late. Damn, that's real. Three late. hours late. I believe it was, it was a long time. Okay, Kendrill's pissed because that's disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. We had a time. You didn't show up on time. This plays into the story later. He was like, he's already kind of edged out. And Musashi seems very dismissive of his anger. Like, you know, things happen. Like, that's how he took it. And Kendrill was like, mad. Like, what? Like, what do you think has happened? It's been three hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's like, get ready to fight. You're <laughs> doing this. He's already kind of flustered. Musashi's still very dismissive. And the dismissiveness is his, his way of taunting. He didn't, I don't believe he talks shit as much as he just, like, act like he didn't care uh-huh. about how you felt. Yeah. Because you're going to be dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's one way to look at it. Ooh. But, um, uh-huh. so Kendrick's, like, fighting him. And they're, like, at first it seems like it's pretty, like, um, you know, like, usually in sword sides, there's not a lot of, like, uh, clanking, like, ching, in anime. Uh, it's yeah. more like, once a strike happens, yeah. either you parried it correctly, uh, or you're dead. You and missed it. Cut yeah, up. Yeah. So, they're like, he's trying to find his way in. He's running, right? He showed up on late on purpose, because two things happened. One, he pissed off Kejiro, which helped him tons. Two, because Kejiro was going to be approaching him with his long sword, which makes no sense. You have to distance. Um, two, the sunrise behind him was coming down. Oh. Glares. Glares out the ass. So Kidro's Musashi circles around him, runs to the point where the sun is behind him, and Kidro can barely see him now. Uh-huh. Like he's seeing him, but he didn't think he'd stop there uh-huh. and attack. So while they're running like beside each other, uh, Musashi runs. He runs to where he's lined up with the sun, and you can see the the, the glare in Kidro's face. He jumps forward overhand hits this man with the wooden sword because that's the other part of the story I forgot to say he used the wooden sword oh yeah rather he than pissed Kidro off so bad in front of his people Ooh. you showed up late use that wax sword he's like I'm gonna kill this dude and then he used the glare hit him over the head with the wooden sword and killed him he concussed him and killed him that was huge so the, the end of the story was just like um with martial arts and stuff like that, like mind games, anything you do, honestly, mind games are a huge part of this. Like, there's gonna be times when you're gonna get flustered, and you just have to you have to learn to deal with things like that. Like, nothing nothing kills me more than when your teacher comes in when you're in elementary. And she's like, I've had a bad weekend. I don't want any problems. I'm like, like you know what? Like, listen, we I didn't ask you about your weekend. Yeah, like come teach us something. You know, like, keep, keep that to yourself. But yep. go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're good. Like, honestly, that was a great story. Um, and. Dude, I mean, that's... I honestly sort of just want to close it off there. Like, that was really good. Like, I I feel pretty good. I think you're going to go places. I think we're both going to go places. Um, just got to keep at it. Yeah, exactly. I believe it. Like, just got to keep it up. Because there's a lot of things that are going to keep coming at us. You know, like we can't... We don't know what the future is going to bring. 
hopefully we're going to be safe and healthy and all that. Exactly. But you but never regardless, know. you keep pushing exactly. forward. We're going to keep, we're at the door, like we said that earlier, we're at the door of Kingdom Hearts, bro. Yeah, yeah. We got to keep pushing forward. Yeah, like. Exactly. Do you stop when you get there? No. Like, we, we are higher up than like anybody else. Like, the opportunities have been handed to us. Now it's just up to us to like really take, to take it. advantage. Exactly. And, and that goes for anybody. Same, yeah, exactly. Anyone that's listening and same thing with this podcast that's happening right here too. Like, thank you guys very much for listening. Like, it's because of you guys that we get to keep on going up. Uh, any last words that you want to say? Like, this that was really good, man. I feel pretty bolstered. Yeah, I feel great, man. Um, yeah. I want to say, do we have any events coming up? I mean, I know we have the tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no. By we- the time this episode comes out, no. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, because since I'm still slow at putting this episode out. We'll get to it. Exactly. We're getting better at this. So, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I hope you guys have a great day. I hope... Uh, I mean, I'm, I love having episodes with just Godzilla because we don't really get to talk a lot. So yeah. it's kind of up by we, we get on these tangents. Exactly. So I'm sorry if you hate us. But, um, <laughs> oh, if you hate us, all you listening to us, right? Can we can you say our next guest? Is that do- a doable thing? No, I'm saying don't say it. Don't say it. Oh like, no! Nah, all right, yes. we got a treat for y'all. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Just in case, like he like he's not able to come, but like um, you know, I think someone special is going to be able to come next week, one way or another. So, yes. Right, right. Yes. So y'all keep up with us. Um, much love to everybody here. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Yes. Like us. You know, yes. Share stuff. this thing. Yep. Boom. Share it. Mm-hmm. Make us big, man. Tell you know, us what you like about these episodes. As long as you talk to us, and we'll talk to you. And if you think you don't have a job that sounds interesting, like, <laughs> trust me, we'll talk to you. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter to us. Like, Life stories, whatever, you know, like just a different way that you see the world, you know? Real, straight up. Like, I've had a friend, she's a dentist. Yeah. She was like, oh, I don't think everyone want to hear about me. I'm no. like, you're a dentist that loves anime. Yeah, exactly. Like, and the fact that, like, <laughs> the work that she put in, like to get there, right? I think it's been pretty inspirational. I think it's a great, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like you hear so much, yo. You learn. I've learned this. I'm gonna I'm close on this. I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. I've learned this. I've learned a couple things from her. Um, for one, the hard bristle toothbrushes are no go. Yes, they're bad. Those are bad. Yes, they scratch um, your enamel. Yeah, yep. don't do that. Yes. Another thing I've learned. Uh, the alcoholic, um, what is that called? The uh, mouthwash. The mouthwash. Yeah. The one that's alcoholic, you have to keep it in your mouth nearly as long as one that's not alcoholic. Huh. Yeah. Okay. The non-alcoholic one, you have to keep it in your mouth for like a minute. Damn. That yeah. Sucks. So the, the alcoholic one works faster. Just burns. Yeah. So heads up. Okay. There you go. See? Good. Oh, also, you're supposed to stretch your toothbrush. Yeah, every three months. Once yeah. every yeah, once every like two or three months. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And when the bristles yeah, go away, she's cold as well. Man, I'm telling you. Shout out to Brianna. Yo, kill it. Yeah. <laughs> kill right, gingivitis. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Hope you keep on listening to us. Uh, peace. Stay peace. dope, y'all. Dope.